This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Welcome to the next edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We are talking today with Wendy Parker, who is uh, one of our great journalists in town who covers news in Cobb County, specifically East Cobb, right? East Cobb, East Cobb News. The East Cobb News. So we're going to talk about what the East Cobb News is and why it is and, and what she likes to get done get done and focus on. And, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about you know what brought Wendy to this this place where she is uh, editing the East Cobb News. So let's let's start with what is the East Cobb News and how do people find it? East Cobb News is an all online uh, general interest news a website and community information resource eastcobnews.com and it um it's like a it's like a newspaper in, in the focus um but it's all online and I publish typically multiple times uh, Monday through Saturday I have a newsletter that goes out on Sunday and I publish breaking news stories and things like that on Sunday I try to get away from the screen at least one day a week, but sometimes <laughs> there are stories that happen on Sunday that you can't avoid. Um, and I just celebrated my sixth anniversary. I launched this in July of 2017. So um, it's it's been a very eventful time. The, the, the pandemic came right in the middle of all this, and it, it's kind of changed a lot of what I do and, and how and how I do what, what I do. But I think for the better. Um, I, I learned a lot of things about myself and about resilience and 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 what local news means for a community when you're going through an extraordinary time. So it's it's been it's it's been a challenge, but it's been you know, the most gratifying work of my career. And I've been in this business now almost forty years. So so when you when you say East Cobb News, which which city is in, in that area do you cover? There's not a city, although there was a cityhood referendum last year that Flamed out seventy people <laughs> said no. It's all unincorporated area. It's basically okay. all of Cobb County east of I seventy five and I five seventy five. Um, and that's that's a big area. Cobb County is almost eight hundred thousand people now. This my coverage area is around two hundred thousand based on the latest census. So it's a big area. I've got thirty something schools. You know, dozens of community and neighborhood organizations, hundreds of locally run businesses. It's it's a big place, and uh, uh, you know, there, there's always plenty of stuff to cover and and people to meet. And I'm I'm still learning about. I mean, I grew up here. I'm still learning new things every day about this place. It's not just that it's big, but there's just you know, it, it's just so different from when I was a kid. And. And I guess a little bit about your background before you started East Cobb. What's 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 your yeah. journalist your, your background I, that got here? I, I was a print person. I was a newspaper reporter for twenty five years um, and, and editor. Uh, Eighteen of those years were at the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Um, it's been fifteen years since I left there now. Um, and after that, I uh, I did some freelance writing and. I uh, started the East Cobb Patch website when AOL had the hyperlocal network called Patch. I started the East Cobb site back in 2010, and then they sold that in 2014, and we got laid off. And the seed was planted during that time 
that I knew I wanted to do something like this. Um, I, I, I saw the opportunity to really do deeply reported what I call hyperlocal news. Some people think of it as, as an epithet, but uh, I go really, really deep. And I did that for three and a half years. Um, and I did some more freelancing. I worked at WAB Radio for a while and, you know, learned about the radio world. Uh, it was really, really fascinating. And I and I launched this, as I said, in July of 2017. And it's it's been a ride. It's been a journey. But I'm I'm really enjoying what I do. And uh, my, my community is, too. Um, they're, they're telling me all the time how valuable they find it. And I feel like I'm on a pretty good roll coming out of the pandemic and can get on to a lot of other things now that that, that are really important to people in this community. So I think it's important for folks to understand the kind of news that you want to write about and as importantly, the kind of news that you don't want to write about. And and the reason I say that is because I, I, I do seek with these podcasts is to uh, a get you good stories from other folks around, around who may be listening and B have you not get pitches from people who are pitching you things that aren't appropriate for the East Cobb news, right? Yeah, so, I get a lot of that. And, yeah. and, and that's, I mean, I, I've been used to that. We got that in the newspaper world. Um, and frankly, if there's not a local, if, if it's not local in any way, I'm not going to respond to it. I mean, I just, yeah. I don't have time. And I understand they have a lot of people on their mailing list that they're, they're just trying to get a, a placement somewhere. I understand what PR people do. I'm not against that. Um, but it, 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 I will try to work with someone if it's something, if it's somewhat local. Uh, it's not always, and I really try to make that point. Um, nothing against Smyrna or Sandy Springs or Woodstock or Buckhead, but I don't cover those areas. My coverage area is, as I said, the eastern part of Cobb County. If you if you go to the east of the interstates, that's that's what I consider East Cobb, and that's what I cover. And I know the Marietta address. And Marietta is not just East Cobb, it's the city of Marietta, it's north of Marietta, it's west, it's south. So the zip codes kind of throw people off, too. Right. If you're an out-of-town PR person, you might not know that. So I, I kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, but, even um, even people who aren't, who are on the, you know, my side of town, towards right. towards the uh, North Lake, Decatur area, like, right. where exactly is East Cobb? Where is it's East Cobb? Exotic, where is it's it? an exotic area <laughs> with lots of frozen yogurt stands and... You know, uh, do, you, do you have lots of frozen yogurt? Because I like frozen yogurt. Do you have lots of frozen yogurt up there? Not, not as many as there used to be. Ah, okay. Uh, you know, and, and, and I guess as a result, we have a lot of dentists too. I don't know if that's. <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> a, it's, it's kind it's, of it's, perpetuating the economy yeah, there. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, it is a suburban area, but it's not um, a, a bedroom, a, a totally bedroom community like it used to be. We have we have shopping centers and malls here, like the Avenue East Cobb is. Right down the road from me, and they're get they're the, the people who re- redevelop Colony Square and Atlantic Station are redeveloping uh, th- this, and they're going to have a, a concert stage and and some other you know a plaza and public events there. So it's um you know pe- people don't want to have to go to the city to do things that are kind of like you know beyond just the, the typical suburban things, and you don't really have to go very far to do a lot of different things around here. Um, yeah, yeah. So if, if- People do have good ideas, and, and I think you you gave a good kind of geographic boundary line of you know mm-hmm. east of 
Issa, was it Issa? I'm not going to say it. You, you tell me. Tell me that again. So we can I'll repeat tell that. you, but zip codes make it easier. Um, okay. It's zip codes 30062, uh, which is actually bigger than the entire city of Marietta, which is the county seat. <laughs> 626668. And there is a portion of Roswell 30075 that is also in extreme northeast Cobb County, the Shallowford Road, Johnson Ferry Road, in anywhere north and east of that. Uh, that's about eight, nine thousand people. So it's, you know, it's, it's sort of like three or four different communities all in one, um, roughly between power, the Paris Ferry Road quarter in Cobb and the Canton Road, Bells Ferry Road area uh, to the north. So it's, it's, but yeah, that's, um, uh, and, and, and there are people who do understand, you know, the, the constraints that I have, but I, I, I've got to put boundaries down somehow, uh, not, not, <laughs> not, not just for time, but just relevance to my to my readers. Uh, yeah, yeah. As I well, said, I mean, n- nothing against. I would love for this area to have like a cool little downtown area, like Woodstock does. But you know, and I know people go up there uh, or to Roswell for the restaurants and all that. But I, I really, I'm not going to really spend a lot of time on something. Uh, that's not really right in the, in in my community. Yeah, well, and and I think that's good. I mean, hyper local, I think is is great, and it really focuses on news in in a specific community. And if mm-hmm. you start kind of creeping outside right. that, then people are like, oh, you know, she's supposed to be East Cobb, but you know, she's got all this West yeah. Cobb stuff in there and the Sandy Springs stuff. Yeah. There are some things that I will do, like if it's arts or something that isn't here, like things in downtown Marietta, they've got, you know, the the square there and concerts and art exhibits. I'll I'll do something like that because, I mean, we do have a little bit of that here. But generally, I I really try to focus just on what's in my what's in my very, very big wheelhouse. Yeah. Well, and and it sounds like you got plenty to keep you busy enough there. I do. Letting your folks know what you got. So, if if folks have a good idea, or they think they have a good idea, and hopefully they'll listen to this and have better ideas, mm-hmm. what's what's the best way to get information to you? Just e- I, I prefer email. I know people send texts and Facebook Messenger. I get that. But I I prefer email uh, at, at Wendy at EastCobbNews dot com. Okay. Or editor at and that can be a story idea uh, or, or a story with photos, uh, a calendar listings. I, I get that all the time. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, you know, anything that my that I can put on the site, I, I get messages. Sometimes I have like a a community resource page of listings of libraries and parks and churches and who our elected officials are. And if I need to update that or correct that, you right. know. People help me with that all the time. My my editors are really people in the community. I you know I, it's not like I had when I was at the newspaper. You know, uh, you know editors to edit your work. You know you you people tell you you know when I, when there was a typo or something that needs to be updated in a story. I'm glad to hear about that because I, I you know I want to have information that's correct and and useful and and uh, so I, I there's a someone who has a website. She and her husband out in Seattle and they're sort of the model for what I what I like to get inspired by and she refers to what she does as community collaborative and that that's that's an that's a lot of words a lot of syllables but um you know you you ha- they they make it better i mean a woman um last spring not not this past spring but in 2022 gets my newsletter and sent this some a few paragraphs and a picture of her son who just scored a perfect score in the SAT <clears throat> 
And people like like that kind of stuff. It's people, their neighbors in the community. Um, right. You know, and he the kid was a sophomore. It's like it's all downhill from there now. It's, <laughs> well, I'm thinking of going to MIT, Stanford. You know, great. Um, last week I wrote a story about a, another reader who got in touch with me. He got a kidney transplant earlier this week, and his son was his donor. And it really was a story about family solidarity and th- this 21-year-old boy giving up his kidney for his dad. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, it's everyday people that I do this for. And and when you have more of that on your side and in your, you know, in your newsletter and, and really reflecting the the, the you know, the, the fabric of the community. I, th- I think that it's really, it's a real, real special thing to, to be able to do that. Yeah. And, and obviously those, those are the kinds of stories you like, you want to continue getting this kind of mm-hmm. oh, yeah. good, good community oh, yeah. kinds of stories all, like that. All the time. It might be a story tip about a water main break or cops roaring down the, the road last night. What's going on? You know, a, a shop opening up or closing that sort of thing. Yeah. People do keep in touch with me a lot about that. And I think that's what makes this, it, 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 you know, it, I, I, like I said, I just think it makes it better and I hope they keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. That's good. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, uh, this next question, my fourth question here is, is always the hardest question that always stumps people. So I'm going to ask, what is the coolest thing about Wendy that people might not know? Oh, and that could be like a hobby or a talent, things you collect. Well, here's something that happened since the last time I talked to you. And I think we talked not long after I launched the site and I'm, you know, for months, I'm like, what was I thinking? Um, <laughs> three years ago, um, I got word. I, when I was at the journal of constitution, I was a sports writer and I covered women's college basketball, among other things, college football, soccer, Olympic sports. And I, I, I covered a lot of women's college basketball for the AJC and also for a national basketball magazine called basketball times. And this was in the 90s and early aughts when women's games were getting on television. ESPN was covering a lot of more games. They were they were playing the Final Four. They had had it at the Georgia Dome one year, um, and you know thirty thousand people watching. You know, girls in pigtails playing basketball. I never thought I'd see that. And so uh, there was an organization of of people who cover college basketball called the U.S. Basketball Writers Association, and they called me. Um, in this right before Christmas in 2019 and said, well, you've been inducted into the USBWA Hall of Fame. I'm like, this was like two years after I started Cobb News. I wasn't doing sports anymore, but that was really, really, I was just blown away by that. I didn't know I'd been nominated or anything. And I was the second person to be inducted um, who primarily covered women's college basketball. And this was an organization founded back in the 50s, and it was mostly men and guys like John Feinstein, uh, uh, Bob Ryan, uh, Dick Weiss, people I got to know through this organization picked my brain on women's basketball. Like These guys are like terrific, well-known writers, and they're asking me. And so we were supposed to have the induction ceremony to luncheon in Atlanta in April of 2020, because that's where the final four is going to be played that year. But something came up <laughs> and, you know, they didn't have the final four. They didn't have anything for a long time. So, uh, you know, my dad said, are they still going to put you in? I said, yeah, I'm just not getting the plaque in person. So we ha- we had a Zoom call the next year and they invited me on that. And then I got I did get the plaque in the mail last summer. So I still have it. And it was just it was 
a real gratifying thing. I didn't get into journalism to win awards. You get something like that. And even though I'm not doing that anymore, it was, I was just deeply honored by that. And I'll always, I'll always think fondly of those times, but you know, it's, it's a different time for me and I'm glad I did all that, but I can't imagine doing it now. It's, it's crazy with the way <laughs> the industry is. And I, you know, I got tired of the travel. I love the travel. Right. I still have to Delta miles. I need to figure out what to do with. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a different, it was almost like a different lifetime ago, but that's something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. That's cool. And that, that's, that's a great one. Uh, yeah. All right. So the next the next couple of questions are kind of my little lightning round. So you don't have to go into detail on on these kind of quick answers. So what is the last book you've read or the last podcast you listened to? I listen to podcasts almost every day. Um, I like Dave O'Brien's Braves podcast that he does for The Athletic, former AJC beat writer. Uh, he and Eric O'Flaherty, former pitcher, get into that. I'm going to try to listen to that here before the the game starts. Um, the last book I read, I'm reading a lot more business and entrepreneurial books, obviously being a business owner, was uh, called The Introvert Entrepreneur. And it really spoke to me. You're trying, I've been trying for so long to fit myself into an extrovert template and I'm really not. And <laughs> this really helps you, you know, be comfortable in your own skin and use those advantages of listening and things like that sales and networking and learning how to deal with rejection when you lose an advertising client or right. prospect or something. And it really, I mean, I've, I've under, underlined it and, ear, and earmarked it and I'm going to, you know, it's, it's really been a help. Those are the kinds of things I, I really, um, I really like to read about and that really, really uh, <laughs> hit me where I live. Okay. Um, yeah. Favorite, favorite local restaurant. Oh, I don't have a favorite. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to talk to very various restaurants about advertising, but there's a, <laughs> a, little, a little a little bakery and cafe that just opened up near me. Um, that the woman the woman was a, a, a baker and she would sell pastries and donuts at the Marietta Farmers Market. And customers would ask, "Well, what are you going to do your own cafe?" And she finally opened it up earlier in the spring. And they, they make the, the goods there on site. You can get sandwiches there, omelets, <clears throat> and it's a Mediterranean fare. Her husband is Jewish, and she did that in honor of him and converted <laughs> for him. And uh, so I like to stop by there after church. It's near my church and not too far from where I live. It's called Cafe Rivka, very nice little yeah, mom and pop place. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Favorite guilty pleasure? Oh, God. Um, I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't subscribe. I hate to say this to, to print publications anymore, but I do love to pick up at the supermarket, uh, garden gun magazine, which comes out six times a year. Great, it's, great magazine. It's, it's Southern yeah. upscale Southern. Yeah. You know, I love the ads as much as anything. Believe it or not. <laughs> right. my, my former, one of my former AJC editors is the digital officer there. And I, I, he must, it must be great for him living in Charleston, South Carolina. You know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, What's a good local getaway that you like? I love to go to my local parks. I, I always did, and before the pandemic, but you know when it, they, and they even shut parks down here in Cobb County for six weeks back in in the spring of 2020, which still blows <clears throat> my mind. But yeah. once they reopened, I, I I go to East Cobb Park. I love to go to Azalea Park in Roswell. It's right by the river. I mean, that's 
fresh air, sunshine. I've ma- I've made made friends there. I see people there that I that I've become at least acquainted with. It's it, it's a great community uh, uh, thing to do and get out there and do some walking and and it's uh, it, it it frees my mind and uh, you know I, I do want to get up to the mountains. When the fall comes, um, we have great state parks here in Georgia, yeah. something that, but when I'm just staying really close to home, it's usually my local parks. All right. And last question, uh, favorite non-work hobby? Uh, yeah. uh, well, I, um, believe it or not, I just can't stop typing. Um, I, I do have one part of one foot still in the sports world. Um, before I started East Cod News, I, I started a newsletter about sports books and history, um, and I I don't do that every week now. Uh, I'm but I'm going to try to get something done this weekend. Yeah. And I I you know new books that are coming out, books um, you know from his you know way back when. Um, and I have about three hundred four hundred subscribers. A lot of them are book authors who send me their books, and uh, it's it I just it, it's um. It's you know it's it's a little bit deeper dive. It goes you know beyond the, what's in the sports media now. But there's there's a lot of stuff out there, and I I just enjoy interacting with people. I hear from sports writers in Australia of all places. Uh, one guy sent me an Aussie rules book that you know the shipping was more more expensive than the book. That's okay. That's all right. No. So there's a nice little little fraternity there of of those of us who who get into that. That's something that, and it's it's a good creative outlet for me too to do something very different. Um, It's it kind of unlocks my brain a little bit from you know local news mode. So I I always like something on the side like that anyway. That's great. Wendy, thank you so much for for taking some time. Uh, We've been talking with uh, Wendy Parker, who's the founder, editor, publisher. Director of, uh, director of IT, uh, HR director for uh, for <laughs> right. the East Cobb News. Yeah, and yes. you, you can find East Cobb News at eastcobbnews.com, right? Eastcobbnews.com, right. Yes, that's easy to remember. Thank you, you very know. much, Mitch. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Great. Uh, and uh, as always, uh, look for our podcast uh, series on YouTube or on our website. Click that subscribe button, please. And uh, if you're looking for our database of local journalists, Lefts Atlanta Media, please go and uh, click on leftsatlantamedia.com and you can subscribe and tune in twice a month for our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. Thanks, Wendy. Thank you, Mitch.